Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Dirt and Sprague. Ours is a new loaf, but it burns very brightly, and it gets hot and sweaty and stanky. There's some stank on that loaf. With Andy Dirt Johnson. You think he's going to find somebody that's going to be like psyched to go to Applebee's with you every Friday night near the Saints football stories about how you rocked in high school? I did rock in high school football. You want to check tape? And Brendan Sprague. You know about the uh, cup sizes and all? Yeah, different cups. Yeah, I, I know about the cup. You got the A, the A, the C, the D. That's the biggest. I know the D is the biggest. I based my whole life on knowing that the D is the biggest. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Spring on Portland Sports Leader 1080, the fan. Happy Tuesday to everybody out there. How we doing? How we feeling? Jordan Schultz in no dirt. Dirt is gone the rest of the week. What's up, sports fans? What's up? Spray, good to be in with you. You just ruined our open again. Uh, it's because I'm here. It's because I'm in the building. Something's going on. Just blame it on me. I, I, yeah, I feel bad. I went to my wife's grandma's 87th birthday this weekend. And on the way there, I said, we should probably stop and get your grandma something. And she goes, no, our presence is the present. And I said, that's a great way of looking at it. And the opposite has been true for you. You've been coming in here ruining our open. Yep. Yeah, so I apologize. I can't, even if I start bringing in things, like, it's not going to matter at this point. I've already, I've already screwed it all up. Well, there's nothing, there's nothing more hilarious for me on this side than when I come in here and if, sw- if swag is working or you're working and something is not functioning properly, seeing the anger and frustration at, like, 540 a.m. on somebody's face is next level for me. Okay, so you, you do see the uh, looks of wanting to punch the computer screen. Well, I, I didn't ruin any equipment, but I yeah, no, it. you didn't ruin anything. But I uh, we had we had this problem yesterday. You can't little peek behind the curtain. You can't make the open properly because Swag his login needs to be used to utilize our open where you insert new play by play clips. Yeah, every day we update that, as I'm sure you hear. You're ready to hear that at 6.02 every morning. But, but Swag is logged in, and he's in Las Vegas, still, for some reason, doing stuff for Odyssey while he's off gallivanting and doing another job, and you don't have access to the Open. That man never sleeps. What I'm confused by, though, is the engineers came in yesterday and said, oh, no, here's the solution. I thought you had seen what they did, and then today you're like, it's not working. I, I mean, I saw what they did, but they have credentials that I don't have. I'm I'm just, you know, Jordan Schultz here, 10 the fan, not any of the uh, high-level engineers that have access and, what, what, you know, clearance, but, but to things that I couldn't even imagine, what, what, what they know about here, about Odyssey and 10 the fan. So, no, I, I can't get into any of that. Well, yesterday, though, was a pretty, is a pretty big day here at Odyssey Portland. 
Yes. Uh, engineers helping you, but the bigger news was not, oh, well, Jordan Schultz can't, uh, he can't operate the open because he's logged in and Swag's logged in. No, our CEO is here. We met our CEO right after the show. We did not get a selfie. We, uh, we said we'd try to get a selfie, and then we met him five minutes after the show ended. Too quick. He, w- he was in and out of too, too quick. Well, he came in here with our boss, and she was, you know, she said, this is Dirt and Sprague, and they're hosting the morning show, and we shook his hand, and nice to meet you, nice to meet you, and he went, ah, you guys got a studio now, and we're like, yep, and he went, go, and he turned around, and he just left, and I was like, well, okay, there, we met him. Not a selfie situation. Doesn't feel like the vibes were there. Uh, definitely not, uh, but <laughs> he was in town for a day, and... Uh, we did a Q&A town hall. I don't know if anybody – has anybody out there right now listening, have you participated in a Q&A town hall in any way in whatever job you do? Like, is is there something the equivalent to that that happens with you guys out there, uh, 503-864-6326? Because I, I've, I've been to one or two of them, but not with him. That was the first one with the CEO. We've been to one with, like, our general manager – you know, you gather and they go over like employee review stuff. Hang out in the conference room. This yeah. was a little different. This yeah. was a little different. This was stages set, like actual stage was set. Chairs were laid out. People were sitting. People were standing. The entire sections was just filled with people. And I I was kind of curious. I've seen some CEO Q&A town hall things on the Internet uh, not go well. Because certain employees just will voice their own personal concerns. Hey, how come I don't make more money? Right? Things like that. And then the CEOs like famously go, oh, this isn't really that kind of town hall. And then they're just whisked away and they don't answer the questions and employees are mad. I was just wondering like what the vibe was going to be. Kind of expecting somebody to go George Costanza maybe on the CEO. Oh, just an epic way of. Hey, this isn't going well. <laughs> just some kind of like you're screwing us all, but not not that we think that. I I think it was actually a pretty nice. It didn't go too long. It was I think it was a nice session. I, I didn't really have any complaints about it. We stood there for what twenty five minutes, listen to some questions. Well, that was the thing is I yeah. I think time wise it was scheduled to go ten ten a.m. to eleven a.m. And after we did, you know, because our our boss she was walking around the building for about a week and she was asking people, hey, if you could ask him a question, what would you ask him? And, you know, usual questions, like everybody kind of has the same general question. <laughs> yeah. Money, 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 money. And she she goes through the list of questions and he answers these questions. <laughs> and then they go to like the any live questions. Any, li- any, any other questions? Anybody got any questions for our CEO? What would you say? Three questions were asked? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't more than three or four. And they were all great questions. I think our boss asked, you know, something about AM radio and electric cars and the availability of that going forward. Yeah, they don't have AM radio and electric cars, I guess. Yeah, because it's just too expensive or some kind. It was kind of over my head. That was the first I'd heard about it. But that's something. It's like, all right, good to know. I learned something new every day. Outside Outside of the one like... What are you excited for? Question which seemed like it was more of a favor to ask that question than like a question you really cared about. It's a tee up. It's a tee up for anybody. Well, nobody was asking a question. And so this, you know, this gentleman raises his hand and goes, what are you excited for? And it was just like, well, was he a plant? No, (laughs) no, he works here. I, I know. I know. And then the question that was interesting to me, our country music host in the morning randomly goes, other companies are flirting with using artificial intelligence for radio hosts. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. What's your position on that? And I've not, I've not heard about this. Yeah. AI for radio hosts. So basically take what I'm doing, fire me, yep. and then implement a computer system that just does a radio show. Now, I'm sure they'd be able to even use a, a regular sounding voice. Hey, welcome into the fan. This is 1080 the fan. The text line is 503-864-6326. And they might be okay. Maybe I'm not better than a robot. But I thought that question was interesting. I'd never even heard of this story. And he asked that. And our our CEO basically was like, well, he said, we're going too far with artificial intelligence too fast. But then he goes... 
But we look into everything. And I was just like, oh, I don't know how to feel about that answer there. I mean, it's obviously a money saver for a bunch of companies in different ways. And I think that uh, with the realistic voices out there now, there, there's there's potential, unfortunately, to replace people like me who are not not ever going to be better than a robot or smarter than a robot. Like, I I think you guys all that are, you know, doing this daily are, are, are much better than like an actual AI at this point or even in 10, 20 years Dude, would sound. They, there's gonna, there needs to be a lot of advancement to take your job. They have apps. I saw this over the weekend. They have an app. And I, I watched this guy. He was in a studio and he was he was rapping into his phone. He wrote like a mini rap. Yeah. This normal looking white dude raps into his phone and the app he has converts his voice and sounds exactly like Kendrick Lamar. Yep. And people are worried now that artists are going to like, this is the next thing is that people use whatever platform they have and they steal a really famous person's voice. And it's like, Oh my God, did you hear what Kendrick Lamar said or an artist like that? And he'd be like, well, I didn't actually say that. I don't know how you're going to differentiate this stuff. Um, I don't know if it was that app or another similar app. There's one out there that's doing a lot of voices, like all kinds of celebrities. It's basically doing anybody from Morgan Freeman down to like the guy that does Rick and Morty. But there was a an Emma Watson uh, audio file that kind of started circulating. It wasn't her, but it was Emma Watson's voice reading Mein Kampf. Like this already happened, what you just, just described like three weeks ago. And they had to limit the access to the app and kind of say, okay, you know, you can't just do this free. We're going to have to make See, it That's paid. terrifying to me. It, it is. We, we got to get away from that. Like that's, and, and the other thing too, I, I would defend celebrities here. I don't defend celebrities much, but I would defend celebrities there. And I know this has also hit the adult film industry. Oh, where the they, deep fake. Yeah, the deep fakes, the digital, hey, did you see, So it looks like so-and-so is on this in this video. Yeah, like, and it's like a celebrity that has he, never right. even done a, a would, sex scene in a movie. Yes, and ever. would never probably do something yeah. like that. And it's like, we got to go away from that technology. It's scary. And that's the potential for the abuse. But there really is a lot of potential for savings. And not, not just savings but of money, but savings of time. Like, I, I'm using AI right now. I used AI to, you know, bullet point a few articles. Like, all, it's right. pretty crazy to kind of just save myself an hour now, you know, instead of trying to type through and find the most interesting stuff. I, I can have a computer do that for me in less than five seconds. Well, we, we did the Q&A. It lasted 20 minutes. It was supposed to go an hour. Uh, so that was like a bit of a... See, so, but that, I think that's a good thing. Uh, it is because I, you know, you don't want to necessarily always do those. But like when you say it's going an hour and it goes 20 minutes, I, I don't know how they feel about that. You know, maybe they're OK with it. Maybe like whatever. OK, it is what it is. Yeah, I guess that's how you look at it. Or maybe they're like, oh, I thought that'd go at least 45 minutes and it wasn't that. So we left and then it had to come back because we had a big old party. We had an artist named Vance Joy. He's an Australian, you know, young artist and he plays the guitar and sings. So I got stuck doing something yesterday. It started at three o'clock. Isaac and Souk did a best of for two hours. It was all our clients. You know, it was a big, big party. We had a food spread and everything. The building was packed. I show up at 320. I'm 20 minutes past when it starts, right? As I walk in, in total Sprague fashion, this just this stuff always happens to me and always has happened to me. Beep. Cue myself in. Woof. Open the door. Oh. Every single person that's in this building is right next to the door. Oh, yeah. All watching this guy perform. And in I walk in the middle of his performance, just strolling in 20 minutes late. Everybody looking at you, right? Uh, no, most people kept their eyes on the artist. I guess he's some big up-and-coming artist, and they're all recording with their phones so they can either text a friend or act like they'll ever watch that well, video crikey, again. Yeah, they're never going to go look at that. Um, but, yeah, that was off to a great start, and then we're hanging out, and, you know, we're schmoozing and boozing, and, you know, it's time to go. I had basketball practice yesterday for my fifth-grade girls, and so I'm leaving, and I left a little later than I wanted to. And I, I'm going to say this with no actual information as to why this is, but I'm just going to do it anyway. As I'm heading down NATO Parkway, can anybody explain to me why trains need to be five miles long in length? Can we shorten trains to, like, cartoon levels where there's, like, four trains being pulled by the main engine 
Can we just do that? I got stuck at a light for maybe 20 minutes. Well, and it's always when you need to go somewhere. It, it is. Always it, Yes, it was exactly that. Luckily for me, that was the only major traffic thing I had on the way home, so You're I got lucky. home in time. You're very lucky, especially on NATO Parkway. Well, dude, I got home and literally had to leave. I'm like, all right, uh, well, it's time to go to basketball practice now. I got right back in the car and went to a basketball practice. But I just thought we just had the East Palestine thing happen. There was another train derailment in the state of Ohio in Springfield, Ohio. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, luckily there were no chemicals on that one. Wow. So obviously our infrastructure in in some ways, I know there's some stuff about the, the railroad unions and all that, and I don't know what it is. We need to shorten train lengths. They're too long. I agree. Train lengths don't need to be this long, and I say this with zero information as to why they are that that long. It's, I think it's kind of antiquated. I don't really know much about trains either, so so I'll just agree with you and say what, what was it like a two or three mile train that crashed in East Palestine, and what people are dealing with the chemical releases and all of the effects by that are just horrible right now. It that, just that was takes a three forever. mile train. It just take yeah, it, it's just ridiculous how long these trains are. You're talking ten, twelve, thirteen, <laughs> fifteen thousand feet. It's like are you. What? I saw the front of the train, and I'm like, oh, no, because I knew where I was headed and where it was crossing, and I just sat there for 20 minutes. I'm like, good God, can we shorten train lengths here? See, I live in Wilsonville, and there's a train track that not only does Max, but there are regular trains that go through it right it's right before you get to I-5. Max doesn't bother me. Max is Max knows who he is. Exactly. Max like, I'm like four cars long. And I'm through this bitch at 50 miles an hour. Yeah, but my experience is I don't really, it's kind of like Russian roulette with trains. I don't really know if I'm going to get the max at a certain time or if I'm going to get like a mile train. So I'm sitting there kind of praying and crossing my fingers like, oh, my God, I got to go. Please just be a max train. Okay, it's not. I'm screwed. Cool. Yeah. Great. And you're stuck there. It doesn't matter. No, it sucks. It was the worst experience ever. That sucks, dude. And and I know you you obviously a doting dad. You want to get home. You want to take care of your duties. And because a train keeps you 20 minutes you have no time to relax i'm 36 i had to pee yeah exactly. it's, it's starting to get to the age where i'm peeing every hour you Self-care, know what i mean man i'm trying to hydrate here i'm sitting in the car like i'm not worried about basketball practice at that point i'm like am i gonna piss my pants oh yeah that's uh you, i've gone bottle just like a lot of y'all listening have I'm i refuse sure. you oh you've never done that no no no. i'm not saying i've never done it you i just, just do it now. i refuse to do it Oh, it's easy I'm not a fan. No, oh, it fan. sucks. But if I had to choose between that feeling, because I can fill a bottle and I'm like, great. Now I get to cut it off and I have nowhere else to go. Oh, so you're going dumb and dumber. Like it's filling up. It's sti- I need I like seven bottles. Tic Tac, sir. That's exactly what's happening. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, we got a busy show today. We have uh, two guests. We're going to E.J. Snyder, who covers the NFL. He's a draft combine analyst. He's going to join us, also a Chicago-based guy. So he'll hop on at 7.30. And then at 8.30, excited to bring on our good friend Bill Oram of the Oregonian, OregonLive.com, uh, columnist. He wrote a, a column on Damian Lillard. Lillard thinks uh, he can score 100 points in a game at some point in his career. He laid out how he has to, what you have to do to get to 100 points. And then the Pac-12 tournament starts tomorrow. Uh, I know what I've said about college basketball on this show, but I'll tune in for the show's sake, and I'll tune in for the NCAA tournament's sake. Pac-12's got some good teams in it. Uh, I'll watch my beefs probably lose in round one to Arizona State, and so we'll talk to Bill Orm about that as well. And uh, we got the mail sack, so any and all questions are welcome at the mail sack, 503-864-6326. That's 503-864-6326. Loaded show, let's get it going. Dirt and Sprague starting with... Please don't do this to us again, guy. Please don't do it. That's next. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over. Overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. Underrated part of uh, trains crossing. We got one listener that says this at the fan text line, 503-864-6326. The worst is right when you think and you can see that it's about done. Assuming they go through downtown Portland, they're not going fast, right? It's so slow through downtown. The worst is right when it ends and they do that dumb thing where it like makes the sound... And they back up because, like, they have to back up to make sure it's everything straightened out. And you're like, no! So 20 minutes turns into 45. Oh, man. It's just, that's that's absolutely the worst. Um, well, I used to live in southeast Portland as well. And I, I just feel like everywhere I've lived, I've had to deal with trains and semis. Sure. I, I don't know if other people feel like that that have lived in different parts of Portland or the surrounding urban and suburban areas. But it's just like everywhere I go, I've got a train track right there. When I was a kid, train sounds scared the crap out of me at night. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I have no, I had no fear about it. I had no, what? Well, I obviously had a fear about it, but like I didn't have any bad experiences with a train. I liked riding it. I went on Amtrak a couple times with my grandma. I just laying in bed, the sound of a train howling in the night. I don't know why, but I was like, oh God, it terrified me as a child. Hey, we all have our fears. I get it. I mean, I'm a very nostalgic cheesy mariners fans so that sound always if i if i hear it anywhere anytime well that's crossing yeah that's crossing safeco that's crossing the dome and yeah and i'm just thinking of ichiro sitting in right field like yeah. back in 2004 and just hearing that train go by um i can't believe this guy might do this to us again but he he might we have a lot to get to today i'll get back on the clock here but there's a report out that tom brady is not done yet man and to keep an eye on the Miami Dolphins. He just can't stop. These guys can't stop doing stuff. Because Tom Brady would probably go, oh, I, you know, he'd probably shrug it off. He'd say, it's ridiculous. Maybe he stays retired. I think he will. But there's another part of me that doesn't believe that that's their position. Their position, much like what we're seeing with Aaron Rodgers, is talk about me, talk about me, talk about me. Right? There was a report last week, Tom Brady wanted to be a stand-up comedian. And people were like, what? Turns out, he doesn't want to be a stand-up comedian. He wants to be roasted by stand-up comedians. Now, I would argue he's, he doesn't have the skin for that. I don't think Tom Brady could sit in a room right now with Pete Davidson, who would probably make jokes about he's glad Tom Brady played because it gave Pete a chance to date his wife since she's twice his age. Like, I don't think Tom Brady could handle those jokes about his ex-wife. And you know if you're doing a roast, that's what's coming your direction. But this report, this one may or may not be true, but I see this last night and I just roll my eyes. And I just, ah, of course. Of course he might be reconsidering. And of course there's a team already thrown out and linked to his name. I hope this this is a uh, ball sack sports report and I got duped. Because I, I, Jordan, I don't think I want to live in a world where we talk about Tom Brady retiring or not retiring for the next four months. 
I see two sides to this. I mean, he did play well despite the Buccaneers' record. There were a couple of games where he was near 400 yards. So I do yeah, feel... no offensive line this year. I, I think playing well is an undersell of what he did. That team was not good. Exactly. And people are like, well, his numbers weren't as good. It's like, yeah, he didn't have an offensive line. Yeah, and so my point is that he left some on the field, and obviously you believe so as well. He obviously still has something in the tank. He's got talent. I, I think if he wanted to come back, he's going to be great. That's really not the issue, and it would be... I don't know, not as annoying for me. I think we're we're looking at quarterbacks around the league right now, and one of these teams that needs a quarterback would gladly take Tom Brady, the Dolphins, or maybe the Raiders conversation, if he really wanted to come back, would kind of start to, to, those whispers would come up again. But then there's the other side of it. There's the family thing. There's the year that he had with the divorce, and I just don't want to see his life blown up because he wants to come back for another year of football. I mean, this is pretty scattered. His choice. That's his choice. If he wants to blow it up or whatever you'd classify it as, that's his choice. You're so right. But this seems so scattered. To, it makes me wonder, like a week ago, we're looking at him being a stand-up comedian. Oh, no, that report was actually he wants to be roasted in a Netflix special by stand-up comedians. And now we're looking a week after that, he's going to be back in the league, possibly, and those whispers are happening. happening. No, I don't think that this... This is so much from Tom Brady's camp. I think this is maybe more the media. I mean, even a couple weeks before that uh, stand-up comedy report, there was a couple questions being asked, like a John Lynch, like, hey, when you talked to Tom Brady and wished him retirement, you know, there were a couple people on, on national radio being like, oh, I wonder if he asked about Tom Brady coming out of retirement, play for the San Francisco 49ers. People can't quit this. It's not, I'm not sure this is so much Tom Brady. I really do think this is the media's affection with Tom Brady and just the inability to get rid of this. So let me ask you this. Would it, would it matter if I told you who had the report? Um, did you see this? I, I, yeah, I thought I saw, we're talking, uh, go ahead. Rich Eisen. Yeah, exactly. So Rich Eisen, I, you know, I don't know where people, Rich Eisen to me is, you know, that's a lifelong anchor that I've trusted and I've come to get a lot of news from. He reported that he was at the Combine. He's at the Combine every year with the NFL Network. He was saying the the big talk around the Combine was that Tom Brady may not be done after all. And the one place that folks are saying keep an eye out for is Miami. That's Rich Eisen. That's not... But where is that coming from to Rich Eisen? I I love Rich Eisen, and I agree. He's a great source. But man, we just we're dealing with anonymous sources. We don't know where that. Oh, it's all speculation at this point because Brady's not going to go out and say this or that. He might, maybe he'll react to this because it's blown up. But yeah, I saw this yesterday. Oh, if 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 as if Aaron Rodgers wasn't enough, as if all the quarterback stuff, which we're going to get to some quarterback stuff today, isn't enough. Now let's add the guy who just quote unquote retired might be unretiring to play one more year and potentially at a team that, dear God, man, like no offense to Tua. If Tom, that's, if Tom Brady this year is the Tom Brady I get next year and the age doesn't hurt him, that's an AFC Miami could win that division and maybe compete for the AFC championship in my mind. With those weapons, man, because the cold weather ain't going to bother him. He played 20 years in cold weather. He can get through cold weather. He'll play in a warm climate. Like, that's a lot, man. That's a lot. But Rich Eisen's reporting that people at the Combine are saying Tom Brady may not be done. Let's let's do this. Is he done, yes or no? Does he play next year? Yes, he plays next year. Tom Brady comes back in 23. I will say no. Okay. I will say that this is speculation, and he stays retired, and he goes on his yacht, and he gets roasted on Netflix. That's what I think about that. Uh, coming up next, we'll stay with that position, the quarterbacks, because one quarterback got paid. And I want to talk about what the team's position is going to be now going forward. And we'll talk about that next. But first, Jordan with a sports update. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. Somebody asked, uh, did you see Tom at the UFC fight next to Mike Evans? I did. Guy looked like he has a plan to get rid of Toontown and Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Love it. Nobody else. I will hate life if Tom comes back. <laughs> I always appreciated Tom Brady. I never really hated him. Like, Dirt really got sick of it. I mean, Dirt was... There'd be NFL Sundays that would happen. We'd come in and do a show on Monday. Even when he was in New England, he'd be like, God, I wish he would just go away. I mean, this is starting to turn into a Brett Favre situation. I feel well, like. I mean, I, look, I just to note again, Eisen said it was a few people that said it. There, there could be absolutely nothing to this. He was just photographed on a yacht. The dude, for all we know, is just going to go live a retired life. But you know, he's also hyper-competitive, and hyper-competitive people have a hard time moving on from competitive situations and finding what their purpose could be outside of that norm. Um, one thing that I thought was interesting late yesterday it was funny. The reporting on how this stuff is going is hilarious to me. These quarterback positions, these rumors. So there was a report that Gino was not getting the money he thought he would from Seattle. And the report was basically like, look out for teams like the Jets who could be looking to sign Geno Smith. The Bucks could be interested in Geno Smith. And maybe four hours later... It was announced Geno Smith and the Seahawks are agreeing to a three-year, $100 million deal that's going to pay him $52 million in year one of that contract. Rubber stamped within the hour. Jordan, I want to put in context here. He may, he got signed to a one-year, $3.5 million deal. He threw for 4,200 yards. He set the record for completions, completion percentage, Yards passing, franchise records. And he went from $3.5 million to a $52 million salary in year one. That is an unbelievable outperforming of a contract and giving yourself enough leverage to get that kind of deal. I can't remember the last time, I, I mean, not just a quarterback, but really anybody at a position so highly paid in the NFL, came back nine years later, essentially, or I guess eight years, and became a highly valued starter and got such a guaranteed amount of money. I mean, $52 million. I love this story, but but it does create some other questions for the Seattle Seahawks. But I love that, uh, yeah, what, 2014 was the last time he started for New York? I mean, that, that's just, that doesn't happen. It's a great NFL. story. I mean, I was, he did, definitely deserved comeback player of the year in my mind, and I said this during the season. I, I think his career... You know, we're doing with Anthony Richardson, we're doing the Josh Allen thing. Well, Josh yeah. Allen had a bad completion percentage. Josh Allen wasn't a strong thrower of the football. Like, it may not work for Anthony Richardson in the NFL, but we're doing that anyway because we saw somebody have success. I think teams are going to have this idea, too, that they can bring in a Geno Smith, whoever that may be. Maybe it's the Jets with Jimmy G if they strike out on Aaron Rodgers. But whoever it is... If, or Jimmy G's actually a bad example because he's had success. Finding a guy who, you know, off the scrap heap, uh, once high pick, didn't really have it put together, lost his way as a starter, bring him in, becomes a starter. I think teams think that they're going to be able to find that now because of Geno's success. What was the question? You're a Seahawks fan, I presume. 
I, I'm more a Rams fan, but I, I still you're a Rams fan I, and a Mariner fan. Yeah, my dad was explain a, that one. My dad was an LA Rams fan as a kid when they were back in Los Angeles. They oh, knew, when they were when they were bad when you were a kid. Yeah, no, when I when I was a kid. Yeah. that was the start of the greatest show on turf. Like that's and I rooted. How for How old are you? I'm 34. Okay, yeah, okay. No, but my dad originally he rooted for the Rams back in the Jack Youngblood days. You know, when oh, they, yeah, when yeah. they were in LA originally, yeah. they moved to St. Louis in the nineties. That's when I became a fan right. of them because my dad's fandom had already existed. So I, I, I think that makes sense now that I explain it, but you know, teams moving around and my dad just passed on his favorite team to me. Okay. So you're not a Seahawk fan. One of the questions that you say with Gino, he gets a three year hundred million dollar deal, fifty two in year one. What what's the questions? Well, you were just talking about their number five pick and whether or not they're gonna take a quarterback now. I do think that John Schneider has an option in front of him. Do I take this draft pick? Maybe try to turn it into a couple of ones next year or a lot of twos and threes this year. Develop in other ways, you know, maybe pull a Herschel Walker, Dallas Cowboys move like of the 90s. Obviously not that valuable, but there's a lot of draft picks, a lot of players that he could fill at other positions that they desperately need, especially on defense right now for the Seahawks. Is it that or do you go with drafting a young stud quarterback that could be the next step after Geno Smith? I don't think $35 million of his salary. I get it. $52 million guaranteed this year, but the average is $35 million overall. Right, right. So they only could pay him, what, $50, 60000000 mil before they, yeah. they get done with him. The point is they gave him his bag. I don't think that bag precludes the Seattle Seahawks from drafting a stud young quarterback. So let's say this. Let's say Anthony Richardson doesn't actually go one. Yeah. Okay. Let's say it's Bryce Young for then, argument's sake. Then Stroud after him. I don't know. Yeah. I because here's my guess. This is the best guess situation. I we, maybe I'll try to get Brady Henderson on tomorrow or Thursday and pick his brain on this. If Richardson's there, Richardson meets the physical criteria that John Schneider appears to want at that spot. Now, obviously, they pay Geno, but that doesn't mean you don't go get a quarterback, sit him for a year or two on a rookie scale deal. And then prepare him, and then you move on from Geno if Geno doesn't get you, you know, past where where they get wild card this week this this yeah. season. You could still do that. I wonder if he would take Richardson. They're at five right now, right? Yes. I wonder if he would take Richardson at five, or is he better suited to build out the roster even more and trade five, assuming teams get quarterback desperate, accumulate more draft capital, as you mentioned. And address the roster and say, I got Geno for a year or two or maybe three. If Geno's going to put up those numbers, Geno Smith's going to be your quarterback for two years or more. Exactly. So does he tell himself, are they operating on the timeline of, we've got Geno for two seasons and we'll address the quarterback need at a later date? Or if they stay at five and Richardson's there, do they pivot out of trading that for more picks to address some of those holes and say, Anthony Richardson's this freak athlete stud. Let's get him in our developmental program. He'll sit at least the first year. He'll learn from Gino. Gino knows what the deal is here. It's a three-year deal. You don't sign a three-year deal and think, well, I'm the guy for the next 10 years. Gino knows what the deal is. Gino, as you mentioned, got his bag. And Gino kind of becomes a pseudo-mentor for a young player. Teaches him the ropes of like, hey, this is what not to do in the NFL. This is how you can better yourself while being in a great organization? Or do you, are you better off trading? I, I'm fascinated by what the Seahawks will do now that they've given Geno Smith the contract. You know, Geno, I'm not trying to knock him. Unfortunately, the Seahawks with Geno Smith, as they are with their roster today, they are not uh, a Super Bowl contending team. You know, and it's, it's not a knock on what Geno did. I just don't think that going forward, what, two years at quarterback is probably all he's going to look at or he's going to be looking at for Seattle. And I just don't think that there's any other option um, besides trading out and grabbing these picks right now because you've got that opportunity to build the rest of your roster on top of. I mean, I know there's other quarterbacks in other conferences, but just the Pac-12 alone in the next year or two has a ton of guys coming out that you could take a flyer on, too. It doesn't have to be. Which guys are 6'4", 245, and run a 4'440 with a 40-inch vert? I know. I know. This is I, your I'm not, I'm not saying well, – I, I know. That is a talking point. I don't know if he's going to be good. He's, he had a 55 completion percentage, 54 I don't know if he's going to be good, but damn it, in the NFL now, with that physical size and speed, I I just think teams are going to overthink this or they're going to talk themselves into it. 
And I hear what you're saying. You might be right in the long term. I, I wonder if that is the move. Do you take Richardson if he doesn't get taken one? No, I, I like your point, too, though. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a talking point. I'm saying you're talking about one of, you know, a possible generational talent. And you can't give up a chance on that kind of guy. I get it. If you if you have an opportunity to take a flyer on somebody you think could be your quarterback for 15 years and be a Josh Allen like he has been for the Bills for your team, of course you take that. I'm not going to argue that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating thing to, to think about, but the Seahawks, at least, they have that position settled today. If they address it in the draft, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I read Brady Henderson's thing on ESPN.com. It basically just goes over the contract details and Geno's, you know, where he started his career and whatnot. Uh, nothing yet from guys like Brady Henderson on what they might be thinking. But again, maybe we'll reach out to Brady and we'll try to get Brady on tomorrow or Thursday and see if we can pick his brain on this. We'll talk to EJ Snyder, who covers the NFL. He's an NFL draft analyst. He'll hop on with us at 730. We'll pick his brain from the combine, some things he took away from the NFL combine if he was a Seattle Seahawks and Richardson falls to five, do you take him? Or are you better suited to trade out for more picks, to acquire more assets, to fill out your roster on rookie-scale deals? Uh, so we'll talk to EJ Snyder coming up at 730. Don't forget the mail sack is at 815-503-864-6326. Uh, I'll go through the fan text line and start accumulating questions. Any and all questions are welcome at the mail sack for me or Jordan uh, to answer. Actually, we'll kind of pair both of them. Uh, and a- answer as many questions as we can get to Heck yeah. at 8.15. Uh, coming up next, one more NFL note, and then I have an observation with Damian Lillard that I want to talk about. So all that is ahead uh, on 1080 The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is Dirt and Spray on 1080 The Fan. All right, something that Damian Lillard is currently doing he drops a huge triple double yesterday they beat the pistons i i'm not gonna lie to you guys i missed every second of that basketball game uh as i mentioned we had a big like building party thing go on yesterday and then i immediately got home and went to basketball practice this east coast trip has been killing my schedule or my schedule's actually been killing my access to watch all of these games on the east coast trip uh, because the time difference is just, it's its brutal. It's too early, and then I got things going on with kids and whatnot. You have a life. I didn't really have any interest in watching that game yesterday. I find the Pistons to be really boring to watch. I know Jaden Ivey can be exciting sometimes, and you know, Kate Cunningham's not playing basically this year, and they got Jalen Duran, but uh, I'm not particularly interested in the Pistons. But Dame had a monster triple-double. They got a win. I believe right now they're the 10 seed, so they're actually technically in the play-in. They are tied with the Lakers and the Pelicans. And uh, I don't think that they'll keep that. They have Boston tomorrow. Boston's on a three-game losing streak. I think Boston's going to have a get-right game, and Portland's the right team to get right with. But Dame is doing something that I want to talk about coming up to start the second hour of the show. Uh, And then we got EJ Snyder to get to at the bottom of the hour. Don't forget the mail sack at 8.15. Uh, so we need mail sack questions. Any and all questions are welcome at the fan text line. And then we've got Bill Oram at 830, a columnist for the Oregonian. Wrote a piece on Dame scoring 100 points, potentially what it would take to score 100 points and uh, get his thoughts on an early Pac-12 tournament preview from Bill Oram at 830. I put up a poll question last night, and I'm I'm curious where you vote on this one. Who's the better quarterback? Derek Carr, who just signed with the New Orleans Saints, and as Ian Rappaport told Pat McAfee yesterday, basically view the deal as a two-year, $60 million deal. 
He gets $10 million. Um, I forget. He gets like a $10 million bonus. So it's two years 60 with the potential for 70. We'll see if he fulfills the whole contract. It was really confusing the way that Rappaport was talking about this on McAfee. Or Geno Smith, who just signed for a three-year $100 million deal with the Seahawks. Which quarterback is better to you? I think that's an easy one, Carr, obviously. Why is that an easy one? Because... Did you see Geno Smith this year? He was significantly better than Derek Carr. Yeah, but I, I go with your your history. You're going longevity over yeah. the short term, huh? You're better talent and what he's done in the league. I mean, we just said, Gino, congratulations on getting rewarded, but I think he would have gotten like a four or five year deal if he maybe had a couple of years in New York instead of last playing in 2014. Maybe it was a four year, you know, then fizzle out instead of a two year. Derek Carr has had a lot of experience in this league. But why was he so bad last year? Because his coach and him just did not get along. I mean, you you really think that McDaniel is the answer anywhere? No, I I, I don't. I, I'm out on the Raiders with yeah. McDaniel. I'm out on the Raiders in general. I think their ownership is cheap and awful, and uh, decision-making's been pretty terrible. But, I mean, McDaniels ain't going out there and throwing the interceptions. No, but he's not giving car the tools. I mean, we saw how much they of- went and got Devontae Adams. They gave him a pretty nice tool. <sighs> They have Josh Jacobs. They had uh, Darren Waller got hurt, but he had Darren Waller for a while. Like, did he? But he did he have the autonomy all year to say what he needed? Because you, saw, I don't know. I don't know that. You I, saw Trevor Lawrence in the progression. You know, after the Urban Meyer cloud with got Doug Pete, yeah, ja- yeah, from Jacksonville when he got with somebody that could actually help him. I don't think McDaniel's helps quarterbacks succeed. That's just simply put. I I think it was when Derek Carr got announced to the Saints. Jordan, this stat still blows my mind, and I heard this yesterday. All right. The New Orleans Saints have not used a first or second round pick on a quarterback since 1971. Archie Manning. Wow. Now, I'm 36 years old. You mentioned the Rams for you was the greatest show on turf. Now, we're just two years apart, but I, I push back on that. The Rams for me were Isaac Bruce and a joke. (laughs) They were the team I knew the Niners would play and get an easy win. Of course. And then they became the greatest show on turf, and I hated them because, damn it, were they good. But the Saints were the Aints. I grew up with Saints fans wearing paper bags over their heads. And the fact that not one time in that period did they spend a first-round pick on a quarterback, that stat yesterday blew my mind. They obviously do business a certain way. I, I thought... I thought the Cowboys not having a first-round quarterback pick since Troy Aikman was bad. And then Schefter tweeted that out, that the Saints have not drafted. How have you not, at any one point, by the way, without winning a Super Bowl uh, prior to 06, how had you never been in a spot where you were like, you know what, we've got a good pick, let's take a quarterback. And then I went through it, and it was a lot of like Heath Schuler's, Jeff Blake's, uh, other teams, Bobby A. Bear, like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, they were doing the cult thing. They were bringing yeah. in the veteran guy to fill in or, or they'd stumble into an Aaron Brooks. I was, I thought the Aaron Brooks run was fun for two, three seasons, but not one time since 1971. What the hell is that organization doing? And I think they got lucky with Drew Brees, too, because they did the same thing with him from San Diego. He wasn't the star future Hall of Famer when when he left. He was good, but he yeah, was good, nobody, yeah. I don't know if anybody saw him breaking a passing exactly. record and, you know, winning a Super Bowl. But him and Sean Payton were a great combination at it, the right it time. It was perfect. Yeah. It was. It was, a, it was a sweet spot for him. But, like, outside of the Drew Brees thing, 1971? That, that's, that's a mind-blowing stat to hear. That, to me, is bigger than Derek Carr choosing to sign with the Saints. Him signing with the Saints is like, okay, I get it. The Saints suck. The Saints have a defensive coach who I'm not sure is good. They didn't have that position. You know, they were playing Taysom Hill this year. Winston got benched. They were going, I think, with Andy Andy, Dalton at one point. Like, I get it. But to not have a quarterback drafted in round one since 1971, it's kind of egregious. Like, at some point, Saints fans need to be demanding their team just... Go all in. 
Give us a damn quarterback <laughs> in round one. You have the uh, Ryan Leaf and Tim Couchfear in your organization. Obviously, they just don't want to draft a bust, and they feel that the value of those draft picks is much better associated with other positions or running backs or the offensive line if you look at their draft history. Yeah, but you say they have the Tim Couch, Ryan Leaf fear. I would argue they basically were doing the equivalent of taking Ryan Leaf and Tim Couch <laughs> after they got cut from their teams. You're not wrong. It's Heath Shuler. I remember Heath Shuler in Washington. Heath Shuler wasn't good. Jeff Blake? Come on, man. What are we doing? Yeah, these are all reclamation projects. They're they're secondary, and they did the same damn thing with Jameis Winston this last year. <laughs> oh, you know what? He was terrible over there in Tampa, but right here in this system with this coach, this is where it's going to all turn around for that former number one overall pick. No. And I bet a future's on the Saints to win the division this year because I thought Jameis would do it. <laughs> I, I hope you didn't lose too much on that. No, it's a fifteen dollar bet. Hey, yes, yeah, see there you it go. It didn't make or break me, but it was kind of like, ooh, I can get good odds on this. Yeah, I'll take it at fifteen dollars. Let's do this. Uh, we have a lot to get to in the second hour. EJ Snyder's gonna join us. He covers the NFL draft. He's a combine analyst, so we'll get his thoughts from the combine, where he thinks teams are going to shift move, what quarterback he would take with the first pick, most impressive workout, all of that with EJ Snyder coming up at 7:30. Mail sack at 815. Uh, but loaded second hour, we start. Damian Lillard could be one of the first players to do this this season, and I want to talk about that a little bit. So we'll do that. Kick off hour number two, Dirt and Sprague on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 